0: What's up, everybody? And thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one... Become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel. And at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or loved one or someone who would benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. Hey, all right, and welcome back to another episode. This is going to be a really good one. I'm excited to give you this one. I think everybody needs to hear this. We're going to talk about how to reprogram your mind to find the success you want. And we're going to look at science and psychology to see why this stuff works. Now, before I get started, you're here because you understand that if you want your life to be different, you have to be different. And the key to change and achieving that success in whatever area you want, it comes down to you being able to change your mind, to reprogram your mind, to create the life you want. Your thoughts and your habits and your beliefs are the driving force to the actions you take. Let me say that again. Your thoughts and your habits and your beliefs are the driving force to the actions you take, which in turn is going to determine your life, the outcomes. The success or lack of success. And by understanding the psychology of this and the science of this mental reprogramming, we can take charge. We can take charge so our future don't look like our past. At least the negative parts, the shortcomings, because you ain't listening to me because you want the same future as the one you had in the past. You want it to be different. And if you want it to be different, then you have to be different. And the biggest thing you can do to be different is to reprogram your mind. And I know the word reprogram might throw you off a little bit, like in terms of a computer. I'm not saying that we robots and our brains ain't complex and layered. But as I give you some of this information, you'll start to see what I mean. You'll see all the ways to reprogram yourself and how it can be beneficial. So let's explore it. And I'm going to give you some proven techniques in science and psychology. So let's dive into this. So before we talk about how to change the mind, Let's first understand the mind a little bit better before we talk about how to reprogram. What is this thing we're trying to reprogram? So the mind, it really exists in two parts. There's the conscious mind and then there's the subconscious mind, conscious and subconscious. The conscious mind, that's responsible for things like our day to day thoughts, decisions, actions. While the subconscious mind, it stores things like memories, your habits, your beliefs. It also brings up thoughts without you being aware that they're coming up. And let's dive into them both a little bit deeper so we can understand them a little bit better. So your subconscious mind, sorry, your conscious mind, your conscious mind is known as your thinking mind. Like right now, as you listen to me and you go, OK, what is subconscious? What is conscious? That right there is your conscious mind talking to you. It's where we process most of our information and make decisions from. And the conscious mind accounts for approximately five percent of cognitive activities. Did you catch that? Only 5% of cognitive activities. Interesting, right? How was it only responsible for only 5%? Like, I know what the hell I'm thinking. I know my thoughts. And this is why so many of us struggle when we try to change habits. We think we can just change our conscious mind, which is only 5% of the things we think about but what we're not focusing on is our subconscious mind. And I'm sure you've been there done that with this. When you sit down and you write out your plan, you write out your goals and you plan them and you say, "Yeah, this is going to be dope. I can't wait to achieve all this." And you plan it or whatever, and that part is your conscious thoughts. And then you start to think after a while like, "Man, can I can I really do this? This is going to be hard." Then those limiting beliefs start popping up, then those fears start creeping in, doubt shows up. That's the power of your subconscious mind. And I was looking up this topic and I came across an illustration that kind of sums it up in a visual way. So if you think about your conscious mind, think about it as the size of a golf ball. And then your other hand is your subconscious mind, which is the size of a basketball. Which one of those minds do you think is more powerful? The, con- the subconscious mind, right? The larger mind. So when you think, oh, I got to call this person back. When you count, when you got to go to the bathroom, when you want to Google something, that's the conscious mind. And your conscious mind can only handle so much at a time. If you want real lasting change, what you have to dive into is the subconscious mind. That's 95% of your cognitive activities and it operates automatically. It stores our beliefs, our habits, our memories. And most importantly, it's responsible for regulating emotions and performing the majority of our daily tasks. Our subconscious mind really has a large impact on life. And it's important to think about reprogramming it, that part of our brain. In order to have lasting change. And that's what I'm going to give us some techniques for. Because look, our conscious mind, it wants to do better. It wants to be successful. It wants a better life. It wants you to be a better parent. It wants you to go live your best life, right? Live the life you want. But why the hell aren't we doing it? Well, we have to understand this subconscious. So first, know this. There's millions of bits of information being processed in our mind every second of every day. And all that processing, all those things happen below your conscious thoughts, subconscious. You're not thinking about it. It's your brain reacting to certain things immediately. It's your brain reacting to situations immediately. And I know you've experienced this before, but sometimes your brain reacts to a person or a location or a smell or a sound. And you don't even notice it until after it happens. Like you might be walking somewhere, some location and it might be getting dark and then you might hear a sound. And the sound triggers a thought inside you to think danger and your body immediately goes into fight or flight. That wasn't a conscious thought. Your heart starts racing a little bit. You feel it in your chest and your stomach. You ever see somebody who gets pranked and another person jump up from behind a bush or something and they end up punching them? That wasn't a conscious decision to punch that person. It was this immediate reaction that the brain made for them to do that. Now, if this can happen just from hearing a sound, just from seeing somebody jump from behind a bush, is it possible that it's happening all day long for several things that can set off triggers that can be good or bad for us? Absolutely a hundred percent your subconscious reacts, and your conscious mind has to catch up down the road, like right now, as you 're sitting here listening to me, or maybe you be, or maybe you're driving, maybe you're working out or cleaning, whatever you're doing, if I told you right now to focus. On your right thumb. Focus right now on your right thumb. And now you can focus on your right thumb. But were you focusing on your right thumb before? No, probably not. But does that mean that there was no input coming in from your right thumb before I told you to focus on it? No, there was definitely input coming from your right thumb. It's just that your subconscious mind was paying attention to it and your conscious mind was paying attention to what I'm saying right now. Your brain is processing information from your right thumb. It was just filtering it out because you were focusing on something else. Like if I were to say, focus on your butt in the chair right now or focus on the temperature of the room you in or focus on how often you blink. Focus on the sun on your skin or the light from the window. Your brain is constantly processing all of the all of this stuff. But are you paying attention to it? We usually not. And what we need to get better at and change in our brain is being able to filter out what we want to filter out and not pay attention to those things like fears and limiting beliefs and filter in the things we do want to pay attention to. What's up, what's up, what's up? I want to take a quick moment to say thank you so much for listening to this episode and to also let you know that this podcast is 100 percent donation driven, which means it's completely funded by you, the listener. So. If you like the content I have to offer, I would love it if you can make a donation and you get to pick the amount. I left links in the description of the video as well as my homepage. You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at dariusdotch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. Okay, and so what this comes down to is something that's called neuroplasticity. And if you've been listening to me for a while, then you definitely have heard me talk about this before. And if it's your first time hearing me, uh, neuroplasticity, let me sum it up for you. Um, So science has proven that our brain's aren't hardwired. Our brains have the ability to change and adapt to certain circumstances. And this ability and the process of adapting and changing is called neuroplasticity. It means basically that our brains can form new connections and reorganize existing ones. Exit. Ex, whew, slow down Dutch. dodge. Our brains can form new connections and reorganize existing ones. And that allows us to learn new skills, change our habits, right? And if we can adapt and change in our brains, the question I want to talk to you about today is, can we rewire our brains for success? We can. Yes, we have to be clear on our thoughts and behaviors and habits that need to change in order to change our lives. Just knowing about this stuff and having a better understanding of what newer plasticity is, that alone won't make a difference. It's the change that matters. So by being consistent And persistent and repetitious with the stuff we talk about and practicing these patterns over and over again, your brain will eventually start to adapt and change. So let's talk about a couple of techniques for reprogramming your mind. So the first one is called cognitive restructuring. Cognitive restructuring is used in cognitive behavior therapy. And what that what that involves is identifying and recognizing an irrational thought and replacing it with a thought you want. So the same way that your subconscious mind will immediately react and your conscious mind catches up, you have to identify that what that thought was and that your subconscious mind threw it in there. And then your conscious mind catches up and says, "Okay, hold up. Wait a minute. I don't like that. And then you replace it with a better thought. And this process helps people reorganize how their thoughts have an impact, how they affect emotions. And this helps give you tools to be able to challenge these thoughts in order to change the way you think to be able to get rid of them. Right. And studies prove that cognitive restructuring actually works. They use it to treat psychological disorders like depression, anxiety and obsessive compulsive disorder. Now, if it can be used to help with all those, do you think you can use it to help with your negative thoughts? 100%. It can be used to change your negative belief patterns and fears. You can reprogram to think more. You can reprogram yourself to think more positive, to think what it is you want and how you're actually going to get it instead of all the pessimism and self-doubt and not believing that you can do whatever it is that you want. And to stop being so negative and speaking down to yourself and to start replacing those thoughts with thoughts that actually serve you. And in turn, you get a greater sense of self-belief, which can breed success. You can't control your first thought, but you can always control your second thought. Your first thought just pops up from your subconscious, right? Then you have a reaction to it as your brain catches up. But that second thought requires cognitive decision making from you. Like, OK, I noticed what I just said to myself. Now I have to change it to something I want. For example, if, if you're trying to write a play and if you start writing and it's going OK And you get a few pages done when you sit down and you focus on it and you like how it's going. And then it starts getting uncomfortable because you kind of don't know where to go next with it. You never wrote a play before or wrote this kind of play. And then you start to get down on yourself. Like, why the hell did I decide to do this? And you start to doubt yourself and you feel like maybe you can't do it. Like, man, I'm crazy for trying this. And what you do next is you recognize that thought and you say, okay. and you take a step back, you step out of your body and you look at yourself and that thought and you think to yourself, OK, is that thought going to help me and support me in getting this play successfully written? Is this going to put me in the right mental and creative space to keep me going? Nope, probably not. Those thoughts ain't going to support me in writing this play. So what I want to do is replace that thought. And this is where it gets strategic. You replace that thought With three pieces of data that shows that you can do it that you are capable and not like hey man don't worry about it you're not a failure you're not crazy for thinking you could write a play right you good those kind of thoughts are easy to just throw away right so you replace it with three pieces of data that show that you can like you say hey look you're a college graduate which means you're smart enough to properly put down your thoughts on paper Okay, that's a fact. That's one. You say you've been in countless plays before. You've seen so many plays. You've seen how many movies and TV shows. You know the formula. You know how to do it. Okay, that's a fact. Second fact. And the third one could be you just reminded yourself of how creative you are. Look at all the creative stuff you've done in the past, especially the times when you felt stuck and you still made something beautiful. Three, three things that show that writing this play is something you can do. And there's three things that go against those automatic subconscious thoughts. That's what cognitive cognitive restructuring looks like. Think of your brain like a garden. Like I always say, you got all the good stuff, whether it was flowers or vegetables or whatever. But inevitably, those weeds are going to grow. And as much as you try, they're going to pop up no matter what. The weeds always come. If If you ever had a garden or seen somebody with a garden, weeds always come. And when they do, you have to pull them up out of there. Pull those weeds, plant those seeds. Bars. And it's a constant thing that you have to do. So that's the first thing. The second thing you have to do is visualization. Yes. Visualization And let's be real, I know it can sound corny or fake like, OK, you close your eyes and you think about what it feels like to achieve your goals and like, OK, yeah, OK, Dodge, whatever. But this stuff actually works. And what it involves is creating mental images of desired outcomes, goals, situations, right? What you want your life to be. And An easy example of this is at the gym. And it's even written on the walls in my gym. Visualize success. It's on the walls. And in football, one of the things our trainer will tell us when we get to that last set and your muscles are burning and it's hard and you don't know if you're going to be able to get all the reps in. What our trainer would tell us is to close our eyes and see ourselves doing the set, doing the set to see ourselves putting up the weight. And I'll be damned if it didn't work. Next time you're at the gym, try it. When you get to that last set, close your eyes, visualize yourself doing the whole set. And I bet you end up doing more than you thought you could. I bet it won't be as hard as you thought it was going to be. Anyway, create that mental image of the desired outcome. And the important part of it is you have to know what it is you want so you can be able to go after it. What it looks like, what it feels like, what the day to day tasks look like. What are the steps? See yourself completing those steps. Visualize yourself putting in the work. And the more you do this, you start to brainwash yourself into believing that it's possible, which in turn is going to increase your motivation or commitment. Plant those seeds in your mind, because the more you see yourself doing it, the more your brain will connect the feeling of it actually being possible. If you can see yourself doing it, then, you know, you see the possibility of it happening. Right. And it ain't like you visualizing yourself time traveling or having some kind of superpower. That ain't realistic. That ain't possible. But seeing yourself, visualizing yourself sitting at a computer, writing that script, seeing yourself open up that laptop, seeing your fingers move on the keyboard, visualizing coming up with creative ideas, visualizing that feeling when you know you're in the zone and you're cooking and the words start flowing. Right. That's real. Your brain can see that and knows and stores that in your subconscious, which, again, is about 95 percent of your brain activity. Brainwash yourself and studies show that this works. There was a study done in the Journal of Applied Sports Psychology, and they found that golfers who practice visual visualization techniques experienced significant improvements in their performance. And what they did is a pre-performance routine before they went and shot around of golf. They had them sit and visualize for 15, 20 minutes that they would make every put and what it would feel like to make each putt on each hole. And the golfers who did the visualization exercise had the most improvement in their putting. So it can work. So that's the second one. Visualization. And the third one is affirmations, which I know this also can seem corny or hippie or whatever you want to call it. But affirmations are basically positive statements that you repeat to yourself to help reshape your subconscious about yourself. And the key to it is you have to habit stack them, meaning make it a habit, make it. As part of your daily routine, your morning routine, maybe you do it every time you brush your teeth. Maybe you do it as you're laying down and time to go to bed. It's the last thing you do before you go to sleep. And again, studies show this works. It shows that it leads to improvement in self-esteem. It lowers stress and improves your overall well-being. And the Journal of Psychology, the Journal of Psychological Science found that people who engage in self-affirmation activities had increased activity in the area of the brain that's associated with self-referential processing. The hell does that mean? (laughs) Self-referential processing means thinking of yourself versus thinking of the outside world, thinking of yourself and bringing attention directed inwardly towards the self as opposed to the external world. So instead of worrying about all those external things, you focus on yourself more, evaluating yourself, the way you step out in the world, into the outside world, which made it easier for them to start changing their brain. So, again, research, show, research shows, I'm all over the place today, research, <laughs> why is that a tongue twister? Research shows it. Affirmations can have a big impact on your mental state and can contribute to a more positive outcome in your life. So. This is how to brainwash yourself to be more positive, to get your mind operating at a level in a mindset that's going to be more conducive to finding happiness and success. Cognitive restructuring, changing those negative thoughts. You can't control your first thought, but you can change the second one. Visualizations, showing your brain that it's possible. Visualize doing it and what it looks like and feels like and affirmations positive statements that you habit stack and you repeat to yourself to reshape your conscious about yourself and that's the formula and the best part about that is it ain't like you need to pull out a laptop or take notes or write a bunch of stuff down this can be done all in your head and it only takes a few minutes if that so why not science shows it works so let's get it and again i'm on this journey with you so let's get brainwashed so that's what i got for you today If you like this episode, please share it with somebody, somebody that can benefit from this, somebody who is a friend or a family member, somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives. So thank you again and let's get it in.